0: Hey everyone this is the Jay Marissa podcast. this is episode six um, talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in combat sports and pop culture. On this episode I'm here with a very special guest. it is my brother Aaron Suri Sampan. He is commentator of Thai fight and many other fight promotions. So today we are going to talk about yesterday's one championship Enter the Dragon featherweight kickboxing tournament in Singapore. So, first of all, what do you want to add? Aaron, you, you started off.
1: All right, Jade. Nice introduction there. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. So, yeah, first of all, featherweight kickboxing tournament, I think it's a fantastic idea. Sticking eight of the best fighters together in, the, in that sort of tournament format is always exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't mind rankings. I don't mind seeing rankings 1 to 10 and who the, who the next challenger is for the title. But To see a knockout tournament, it's always exciting.
0: So the eight people who was in this tournament will start off. It was Giorgio Petrosjan, Petch Morakot, Petch Indie Academy. And, well, Andy Sauer got changed to Sasha.
1: Uh, Sasha Moisa. Sasha
0: Moisa yeah. against Joe Natterwood. Then we had Justin Klay, vs. Sami Sana, Dezibar Askarov and Enrico Kale.
1: Yeah, so the first fight of the tournament saw uh, Askarov against Kale. And my prediction for that fight was actually Kale. I know Jabbar and uh, Kale have fought a couple of times before, and I think Jabbar's come out on top. But I really thought Kale had his number this time. I really thought because, you know, Jabbar's getting older. I've seen him fight in Cunlon and commentated on, on, on him in Cunlon, and he, he didn't look as good as he has been, and I thought Kale's stop was rising. But to be honest, I thought that fight was a little bit disappointing.
0: Yes, no. Yeah,
1: I really thought that they both were going to come out and, you know, and show off their skills, but it looked a little bit sluggish, and... um you know, the okay. first, I thought Jabbar had the first round. Kale did really well in the second to come up, to to come back. But then Jabbar, by the end of the second, he rocked Kale. So I'm not sure which round that that went. However, on the in the third round, Jabbar was just throwing that that rolling thunder kick, and he right. did three times. I think yeah, four he did. Times. He fell a lot as well, I, and
0: he started going into a lot of those spinning desperation Yeah, sort of
1: moves. and I feel like that was a time wasting tactic yeah. because Kale was decimating his body, and there was a lot of markings around his around his body around his stomach area. I think he was gasping by the end, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it could have gone either way, but yeah, Jabbar got the nod. But I
0: definitely felt like Kale started off throwing a lot more weapons, showing a lot more usage of of his technique, going high, low. Uh, had good use of his longer knees, whereas Dazabar, yep. he was coming out with a lot more power shots, you know, really relying on his punches.
1: Yeah, that's standard Askaroff for sure. Yeah, and Kale, yeah. he is. I think he's more technical than Jabbar, but I think so. but yeah, but
0: power, either way,
1: either way. Uh, congratulations to Askarov, and he goes through, and that's fine. Yeah, that was fine. Like I said, I think they both underperformed. Maybe that's a bit harsh, but whatever.
0: Well, I mean, one championship with their two-day weigh is a bit—it's a bit difficult for the fighters, I think. You know, a lot of them. Why,
1: why is struggling. that? Why is that?
0: Why do they have two-day weigh Not well.
1: Why do you think it's more difficult for fighters to, to cut? Because
0: you have to maintain their weight longer.
1: Okay. But and it... then
0: also with the hydration test as well. So you have to—it has to be a right balance.
1: I understand that, but do you not think that's safer for the fighters?
0: Well, that's. What they're supposed to do, right? That's what. They, that's why they implemented this new technique of wanes is I, to make it. Safer. I understand what you're
1: saying, well, but if you look at WBC, biggest boxing organization in the world, arguably, they do the same thing. They have week by week weight cuts to right. to, to make sure the fighters run weight and they're not dropping serious weight right at the end.
0: Week by week, but then one championship do it within the same week.
1: Right. Okay. Well, just two weight cuts, right? Yeah. Shouldn't really affect them.
0: I don't know. It's ty- One weight code is tiring. So it really depends how much weight they are losing in the beginning. So well, if,
1: that, if those are the rules, then, you know, look, we'll, we'll get on to who lost, okay? But they fought for one championship and performed very, very well yeah. before that. So, come on, no excuses in my, in my eyes anyway.
0: Yeah, okay. But I did hear some insider, <clears throat> um, insider notes. That a few of these fighters were struggling at both of the weigh-ins. and met a couple of them. May have who? Fight. We'll get into that.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one in the tournament, that was fight number eight of the night. And that was smoking Joe Natoa against Sasha Moisa.
1: Yeah. Great fight. Yeah. I've seen Sasha Moisa fight on Thai fight before. Um, I know he does a lot of left way and uh, he knocks out his opponents. He's got a really wicked right hand. He knocked, he knocked out center tarn in Thai fight. It, it was card check, which was the roped hands. Right. But even so, to knock out who who's a former stadium champion, with ease the way he did, was very, very impressive. So when I heard that Andy Sowell was being removed or yeah. was injured, I don't know what the circumstances were. Some yeah, some I'm some not sure of the circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. And the, uh, they put in, in Moise, who was originally supposed to fight Daniel Dawson, right. I believe, who won earlier that night. Um, I thought that was, that was dangerous for Smoking Joe. Obviously, we're really? Smoking Joe fans because he trains out of look to far yeah. when he comes to Asia to prepare for one championship. So, yeah, we were, we were all about yeah. hoping Smoking Joe would win.
0: I was actually quite disappointed in uh, Moise's performance. I think he would come out a little bit more powerful than this. And uh, I don't know. No, he, to he be honest, well,
1: I understand. I don't think he underperformed. I think what Smoking Joe did a great job of was neutralizing that right hand by attacking his legs. I you know if you attack the legs, then you're the base, how you... Get yeah. the power from the ground upwards is gone, well, and he did a tremendous job of doing that. He attacked, the, he attacked, and then he, he was covering up. His defense was great. Uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, maybe Moisa, you know, he's not prepared, but he was actually scheduled to fight on this card. Right, if so anyone he was doesn't know, the fight training so yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, well, I think um Joe he he was amazing. He came out with all different weapons. He answered every shot that Moisa was throwing at him, and he came out with high, low body shots. Putting a co- great combinations, I think he was just ready for a fight.
1: Yeah, and um, eventually caught him with that right hook. Yeah, Sasha Moisa was off balance. He was able to get up, and then Joe just put a put a strangled on him. And he just punished him, and then the referee stepped in. Um, but but fair play to Moisa, he, w- he wasn't going down. And he comes from uh, Bezad's gym. Obviously, yeah. Bezad, who's a former fighter, former world champion. He now has his own Jimmy shares with Sang Sang Morikot. And Mm -hmm. he's produced some really good fighters out of there. So props to Bezad for producing Sasha. And I hope to see Sasha again because he's only young. He might be one of the youngest fighters in the tournament, I think, looking at that card. So, yeah.
0: But I I did feel like his style was a a little bit more Muay Thai rather than kickboxing.
1: Okay, maybe. That's a fair assumption, considering that he actually fights more 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 of his fights in Muay Thai.
0: Whereas... Joe being based in America, he's able to have a good, uh, strong background in boxing and keep yeah. boxing and fight and train with a lot of westerners. So yeah. he's he's adapted okay. his style very well.
1: Yeah, I saw that podcast with you and Joe. Yeah, you we were getting a bit flirty with him. I noticed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe! <laughs> right. Anyway, next one in the tournament. That was number thirteen of the night. <clears throat> fight number thirteen of the night. That was Yosin Klai versus Sami Sana. Wow.
1: Yeah, shot the world, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, obviously, Yatsen Klai was favored to kind of win the tournament. You know, he.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I, I... Well,
0: against I... Petrosian, people kind of predicted it would be those two.
1: Of course, of course, but I still think if you look at it, you know, with the eyes of a kickboxer, a pure kickboxing spectacle, right. Petrosian is number one. I'd be the best kickboxer in the world.
0: Yeah, the doctor.
1: Yodson Clay would have been number two in my book, in right. my eyes.
0: Well, as the fight, well, I like, predicted that as his final fight. People did think it would be Yodson Clay against Petrosian, but um, obviously, last night showed a lot different. Uh... Yeah,
1: an amazing fight, Sana. You forget how tall he is, 191 centimeters. Wow. I think Yodson is 178, so, and he used his range to perfection. Um...
0: See, Yodson he just wasn't really throwing much weapons out yesterday. He just, he didn't seem in in it, you know, he got dropped in the first and he, I thought that was I, I thought that was it really. But um, he got back into it and still he didn't show much power as he used to show. Uh, yeah, Sammy took control.
1: Well Godson Clyde had knee surgery, what, a couple of years yeah. ago? Yeah, and so uh, I it. this was before he was fighting in one when I was commentating at Kunlun and uh, he just came back from knee surgery and he was always talking about how, how much pain he, he was in right. after the fights because of his knee. And uh, he did actually, I don't remember if you remember this, but he retired. Yeah, yeah. He did he actually retire. retire. Yeah.
0: Well, he did retire. Then he kind of got bought out by a Chinese sponsor, which is a Wei.
1: Yeah. So if anyone re- can see that he's now Yodson Klai, is it Ai Wei, Ai Wei, yeah. Fairtex, or a Chinese company bought him. Do you know who actually, do you know who Fairtex bought Yodson Clai from? No. Petchindi.
0: Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He Whoa, was, si- he was signed.
1: It, I think it was about a, around a, a million baht that they signed him for. Like, oh, years wow. and years ago. And then they, I think they sold him for around 10 million baht. So, what an investment that Profit. was. Profit. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, they sold him off at the same time, around the same time he needed the surgery. So, I uh, don't know if that was a... Well, it's probably no, a well, move on <laughs> well, t- <laughs>
1: well, to be fair, we've seen him in one before with those 4 rounds gloves. Yeah. I mean, he he's looked like an absolute animal, like a savage, back to his old ways. Mm. So, I think... Either he's been under training, or let's just give props to Sani Sana because he fought a tremendous fight. Yeah, Sani is Yatsin very Kla- good. He caught uh, uh, Yudson Clay with that front kick to the face. Oh, in the first. a couple of times. Yeah, he, he did a great job of using his his range.
0: Yeah, I I, I, don't, I do think that uh, Yudson Clay didn't really train as much as he c- could have. Well, you've got the inside, would've.
1: you've got inside info on yeah, that, right? Why don't you tell everybody?
0: All right, so he did underestimate his opponent. Yudson Clay underestimated Sammy. He didn't train as well as he should have. And obviously, it showed in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah but again, <laughs> big props to Sami Sana, who trains out of, uh, I think it's Venom Gym in Pattaya as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've got well, both in and Pattaya. Yeah, yeah, so maybe they'll <laughs> see each other around.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they do. But yeah, I think and Klein might go back to China after this and go into a more training.
1: Well, I think I think the idea was that he was going to go and live in China, right, full yeah, time.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't enjoy he it. He didn't enjoy it.
1: Came back to Vertex yeah. and trained there instead, and then just fought with the name Ai Wei, right?
0: Right. Next. Okay, yeah? so the next bout that was right after this one, bout number fourteen of the night, that was Petch Morakot Pet Shindy Academy against Jojo Petrosian. Again, it's it's another shocker, you know. Um, Jojo Petrosian, he's He's a favorite. You know, people love his his kickboxing style. He's usually so clean, so accurate. Shows g- great use of te- uh, combinations and powerful. But
1: in my the- eye, in many people's eyes, I think is is considered the pound for pound best kickboxer ever, ever.
0: I remember seeing him fight uh, a while back, and I just thought, wow, this he, how clean! I've never seen a fighter fight as as good as he did. You know, all of his combinations.
1: It's a weird one with Giorgio because. He, he started so young, remember, back in the K1 days when he won the tournament twice, I believe. Yeah. And then after that, I'm trying to think where he went. I think he, he started his own promotion, if you remember, Petrosian Mania. And that right. was in, in, in sync with Bellator Kickboxing, which I don't know if that's gone defunct now or what's happening with that. Mm-hmm. Then he went to, oh, he, before that he was in Glory and he got knocked out by um, Andy Risty, And that was a shock to everyone, of course. But they thought maybe it was a blip. Because after that, he's been running through people. Right. He's been back to his old ways. He's right. back to his own standard. I mean, we
0: all have bad days. so
1: Right, yeah. okay. So, um, so yeah, yesterday. Do you know when he was walking to the ring, I was looking at him going, oh, he's he's put on so much upper body muscle. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know if, well, if the weight cut affected yeah, him as well or he not. He is one of the
0: people who I did hear were struggling at the weight. Really? He was actually, Picholzhan and Yosin Clay, both of them looked pretty... Pretty awful, at really? both ways. I believe
1: yeah. it. I believe it.
0: Yeah, so I think it definitely affected their performances of the night.
1: You know, I've got, I've got a mate. When I first saw that that bracket, and I saw Petrosian against Pet Morikawa, I thought <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. I thought, how is Pet Morikawa in this tournament for one? Yeah, I thought
0: that too. <laughs>
1: Sixty, sixty-five to sixty-seven Muay Thai fighter, a stadium fighter, who's he used used to clinch a lot, right? Right. That's how he would beat Sanjay. He would just yeah. grab a hold of him, knee him, and just use his height to his advantage. So, I thought, oh, well, Shachi's done a favor there to uh, boat. Yeah. And got, pe- and got uh, Pet Morica a payday. There's
0: definitely some strategy in there,
1: of, like the choices. But remember, Giorgio fought in you right? And, and tuned him up. Killed him. It was embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So when I saw that, I thought, this is ridiculous.
0: Well, since that though, Petch India Academy, they did bring in that boxer coach.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure his name. McGriff, I think, from the Mayweather gym, to to work on the hands of the fighters and Petch India, and he's worked, he's worked for Petch Dam, for Savas Michael, who's an up and comer. He's looking tremendous, mm. and obviously for Pet Marocot, because he did catch Giorgio Petrosian with some uh, some right hooks during that fight.
0: But I, I still thought that Petch Maricott came out a bit more Muay Thai style. He, had, he was a bit a little bit slower in the first and second. So I actually thought that Petrosian got the first and the second. And then uh, maybe on the third, okay, maybe he slipped in and got that, got that round. Petrosian looked a bit tired in the third round.
1: I actually agree with you. I think that Petrosian, in the first round, Petch Maricott was like, well, what have I let myself in for here? Yeah. But then he, he started to move forward. He started to throw that right hook. And then he was starting to catch him with knees. Now, I think in one, you're allowed to clinch for three seconds. I think that's in the rule. In kickboxing rules? In the one, in the one kick, kickboxing rules, I think you're allowed to clinch for around three seconds before the referee separates you. And <laughs> then he, that's where he was connecting with those knees. Um, but if I'm being honest...
0: It's still debatable. It's this. Still
1: deba- yeah, I'd have to watch it again. And I think I will watch it again to see. But... Pet Morricott was very happy with his work at the end.
0: I mean, that's it, traditional Thai style, though. You know, you, yeah. they always seem confident at the end of the fight, no matter when they lose. They want, well, they try and if it's, put on that oh, show know, that they're trying know. to act like they're winning.
1: Yeah. I thought you meant, I thought you were going to say that you thought the fact that he was clinching more was more Thai style. But, you, but you're but you saying that the fact that he was raising his hands, of oh, course, that's tie, very Thai. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah. Thai
0: style, when you're yeah. starting off the round one, so. two, as slow, you're getting more into it in round three. Yeah. And then yeah at the end you dance around a little bit you show your confidence that you think you've won you you know usually in the Thai stadiums you'll do that to kind of influence the gamblers so
1: yeah i think um, you're
0: still stuck with that way a bit.
1: but honestly the result itself actually just looking at the result not the performance because again i do think it's debatable whether petch marakot actually won based on the performance that's one of the biggest upsets in combat sports history I, I generally believe that. I
0: think so. They definitely I'm ta- shocked. I'm
1: talking people. Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> that Sato knockout of Boakau, Matt Serra knocking out GSP, Petch Morikot defeating Giorgio Petrosian is up there for me. Absolutely
0: crazy. I mean, I, I, I saw a lot of people on Facebook. Everyone was very, very shocked at what had happened.
1: There was there was some people who were shocked. There were some mean, people that were saying the that Pech, night, Pech, Well, they were saying. that a lot of people saying, well, don't sleep on Petch Morakot. He's, he's been a Lumpini Stadium champion for, uh, for a reason. But a lot of fans of Pachosian were very angry, pissed off, but if I'm being honest again, with that result.
0: Being a Lumpini champion is, and then going to fight in an international standard promotion, is, the styles are very different.
1: Yeah, but it gives you a good base. Of
0: course it does. <laughs>
1: it, means you you know. that you, it means that you're a bad man if you can get a Lumpini Stadium championship title.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: pretty good base for any combat sports.
0: Well, I think that the, the, the majority of people, they kind of do think that the fight went to more protrusion way. But then again, as you <coughs> mentioned earlier, Chattery is pretty close with both from Pet Shindi. And I think it's very strategic of him to have that relationship. You know, uh, Fairtex being one of the, the biggest gyms in Thailand and also Pet Shindi being one of the biggest gyms in Thailand and promotion. Sure. So well, it's definitely that, a good yeah. friendship to keep.
1: For sure. Anything that's mutually beneficial like that is great. And bringing in Smoking Joe is great because, he's, as you know, his English is really good.
0: Yeah, his English is great. Uh, what was his interview? <laughs> yeah. What did he say? He's better than all of them.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Oh, all the fighters.
0: All the fighters. All the, all the Thai fighters, he <laughs> says, he's better than all of them. I believe he's it. Ready well, he's ready for any fight that comes.
1: He lives in America.
0: Yeah, he lives in America. He's got that confidence. it has got that. a bit of a Western influence. And also, he is willing to learn all the time. And that's one of the, the great things about Joe is because a lot of the Thai fighters, they they get to a level where they think they know everything. Whereas Joe, he's always keen to learn more.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. They rest on the laurels a bit. Yeah. Saying that though, if you look through the years at Bokau and Sanchai, two of the best, they train like animals, like warriors. So there's exceptions to the rule, but there yeah. There is
0: exceptions, In yes.
1: general, uh, if a lot of people who hang around Muay Thai gyms, especially in Thailand, you'll see the older Thai fighters taking it a little bit more easy than the rest of the fighters for sure. Shall we? Uh, shall we go for predictions for the next round? What do you
0: reckon? Yes, let's yeah? do that. All right. So, so that will be. Who is up for the next so round? So we got
1: uh, Askarov against Sammy Sana. What do you reckon?
0: Sammy. I'm
1: going Sammy as well. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> He's got I...
0: that longer range. He, he uses more weapons. Um, but yeah, Askarov just he relies too much on his power shots.
1: Askarov's just a very similar fight to Yodsanklai, really. Apart from the rolling thunder that he throws, I don't know if he could his be out of reach yeah. up to 191, to be honest. But yeah. I would go Sana. I would go Sana on that. Do you know when are uh, when the semi-finals are going to take place?
0: I don't. I heard maybe like in two months or so.
1: That would make sense around September time and then maybe yeah. the finals at the end of the year. We'll
0: have to see cuz I th- I think it will be, will be in Singapore.
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I know they have
0: a one in Thailand in August, so Oh, really?
1: Well, yeah. that would be a good that's a good time, right? Mm-hmm. that's a couple of months down the line.
0: But, I mean, they had one in Thailand just last week. So Well, they
1: just travel around Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. Where it's popular. But yeah, I could see that. But yeah, Rob against Sana, I'm going to go Sana. Now, oh, here's the one for you. Yeah. Petch Marocot against Smoking Joe.
0: I'm going to have to say Smoking Joe, and I'm not just being biased, but I think that Joe, he's prepared to fight anyone, you know, and... Well, I, just, think, I think just, most of the
1: fighters are, Jade, Yeah, yeah, yeah and well,
0: what, what I mean is, what I mean, he's not scared. He he he, he doesn't even care about adapting his style because he's, he's prepared himself to be able to fight anyone with all the different weapons that he throws. And just from the performance yesterday... I mean, he just showed that it was clear. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I've got to say, I do think Petrosian, even though in my eyes he he probably should have won. Yeah. I think he underperformed. I don't think he performed to the best of his abilities. Agree. I've seen Petrosian, you know, decimate people like Jordan Watson, and you know, he was like this the the standard bearer for for all of kickboxing. Well, so, if,
0: well, it, you he, know, if Joe fought pat- Petrosian again, that would have been an amazing rematch. I think Joe was actually looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I don't know because. Another yeah, exactly. Petrosian beat Joe and beat him convincedly.
0: Yes, but I know for a fact that when Joe fought Petrosian, that was the first time he fought on one championship in Manila, right? Yeah. And um Joe had just flown straight from the States to one championship, get ready for the way and everything. So he had no time to adapt to his body. Smoking Joe. Smoking time Joe. difference, <laughs> time difference, you know, temperature difference. He had no time to adapt. So, you know, that did not play. Well, in his part, so that's why since that fight, he knows that he has to come to Asia to do a training camp first to adapt his body before he goes to fight on one.
1: Yeah, it looked far it it. more. <laughs> yes, so you're saying Joe? Yes, I am. I'm. I'm going to agree, and again, not because I'm biased, not because I'm favouring the family business, but <laughs> I think that Joe, I think Petch Morikot before the Georgia Petrosian fight was an unknown entity in the world of kickboxing, right? Agree. But now. We're very much aware of what what Moricot can do, mm. what he can what his what his game plan is against someone like Georgia Petrosian. So I think Joe could take that one, but yeah, who knows? Yeah,
0: who knows? Honestly, because I mean, after yesterday, it, right? Yeah, shock of the world.
1: So if we if we go based on that, then we would have Smoking Joe against Sammy Sana in the final, right? Yeah, that would be nice. That fight's happened already on one championship, and Joe beat him. Would we, which would mean Joe would be the millionaire. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why <laughs> <laughs> <Not enough. laughs> so yeah we we expect that what to take Chattery if you're listening give us the info we reckon at the end of the year that would make sense right yeah definitely. oh and a lot of people have been saying this let Yatsun Klein and Petroskin fight on that card really Re- yeah why not let them either fight on the, at the semi-final or give them give them that fight on the final it would that,
0: be nice. It would
1: be nice to stick that on the card, right? It's yeah. a co-main event or a pre main event to the to the final. I'd like to see that. And I think by the end of the year
0: It would be exciting. Yeah,
1: they'll have a chip on the shoulder, they've got something to prove. And I think fans still love those guys as well. Right. And they still want to see it. That's so very true. Why not put it on there? All right. So is that we is we're gonna wrap this one up or do you want to talk can I just talk about uh, the whole skin against Urzo fight? Yeah because that was that was for the uh the world championship the lightweight world championship Now, i'm a massive nicky holskin mark i think he's a great fighter but Ozil did, did did a tremendous job it was a five round fight the first two i think went to holskin and then the, the last three went to Urzel. and you know if they want to replay that roll it back i'd be fa- completely what was it, happy he got...
0: But he got knocked down in the first round for a knee, right? But it, but then it was debatable. They thought it was well, towards the groin. Well, to be
1: honest, I thought it was just above.
0: I thought it was above. I thought it was just it above. But, but Holtskin
1: did actually apologize. So, yeah, who knows? It looked like he went down like he got hit in the groin, to be fair to him. So, you reckon? Obviously. Yeah, I think so. But he he, he delivered a beautiful flying knee yeah. that knocked down Holtskin. Did you see that? Stunning.
0: Yeah, those two showed great display of kickboxing. You know, they're both of them from Netherlands.
1: We should also probably mention that the card this morning as well, right? Glory.
0: Yeah, city chai.
1: City chai lost, lost, to, lost to Gregorian, so that means that they fought now. That was the fifth time before fought. Right. fought on Cunlum before, and then the other three times it was on Glory and City chai. City chai won, not convincingly, but he did the job.
0: Yeah.
1: Gregorian, I've always been a massive fan of his. He fought City chai really well and knocked him down. And that eventually swayed the judges. I think three of the judges gave it 49-46 to Gregorian, so he won convincingly. Fifth time lucky. And I've got to say, I think that's probably pretty good for Glory because them two, uh, uh, the standard bearers for that 70kg weight division, there's not many other fighters that are coming up. Mm -hmm. If I was Glory, do you know what I would do? I would go straight to Superbon and say, sign for us. I'd throw a lot of money at Superbon. Well, isn't
0: Superbon signed with Infusion?
1: I don't I'm not sure I think there's I'd have to I, you'd have to know the contracts but I think they can they can
0: maybe next time I'll get some insider yeah information honestly. about that <laughs> and people to ask people to talk to but yeah that would be
1: because cool. another reason they need to grab Superbon, in my opinion is because of one because they're grabbing all the talent yeah right all the talent in the in the kickboxing world taking it to Asia so glory now they need to up their game, and they I've got do. to say, Superbon is ranked as one of the best in the world. You've got a game, and I'd also say the same for uh, for his mate Petchdannong, <laughs> who I really, gr- who I rate at sixty five as well as yeah, one Pechton's of the best. Great. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. So if one aren't going to get them, Glory, I've got to get them in quick.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it really depends on what their contracts are We're with other promotions right now, because yeah, fighting an all star fight and on. Right. Promotion. Okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, like I said, I don't know if it's an exclusive contract or what. So. Assassin. <laughs> well, I don't know who the owners are at Infusion, but <laughs> if he's available, I would get him. I know yodwichar is now at Banshamek and he's been fighting on the that mass fight.
0: Oh yeah, the one but round. But I get I,
1: yeah, but I don't know if it's an ex, if it's exclusive. To be honest, so I, I would I would take a risk on yodwichar because he was fighting on um, on a few of the cars in China, like E.M. Legend, yeah, and maybe on some of the top king uh, fights as well before well, they he's became the. his manager, the
0: fund.
1: you know? So yeah. I would, there's definitely still some talent out there that's not signed, and I think Glory well, and One.
0: Are apparently, con- Glory—they weren't very happy when a couple of those fighters fought on. Also, they didn't fight. Yeah.
1: No, they didn't fight on there. They just took photos to promote the event. Uh, that's what they were a bit miffed about,
0: or maybe they were supposed to, but
1: yeah, because what it was was it was a it was a, a deal with the army, so they thought maybe. the they overwrote the contracts, but can't, Glory were like, no, you can't have...
0: Yeah, you can't. They're signed to Glory, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. fighting the promotion.
1: You can't have Petch. who's the current 65kg title uh, title holder. He's going to fight Anvar, who trains up at Tiger Moy Thai right. next for the belt. And uh, yeah, he can't use uh, City Chai. So, there you go. No, City Chai. Oh, okay. Because can fight All-Star. He's not signed to anyone uh,
0: Any other fights from yesterday you want to talk about? I think yesterday, just in general, was just a a shock in the kickboxing world. So many...
1: Well, can you imagine a weekend where Yodson (laughs) Clay, Giorgio Petrosian, and City Chai all lost?
0: (laughs) I don't know what happened. Bonkers. Absolutely crazy.
1: crazy. I've got to say now... It's an exciting time. No, it is an exciting time, but based, who do I think the best 70kg fighter is at the moment? Who's ranked number one? Maybe it's Gregorian. After winning the title against HI, maybe he's jumped above everyone.
0: So, getting on one championship in.
1: Well, I think Glory is. will say something about of that. They've he got will. exclusivity, <laughs> I believe.
0: But, or Glory just up their game a little bit and know who their competition is. And, yeah.
1: yeah, but it, yeah, like you said, exciting times. And then, you know, remember the winner of this tournament, $1 million. They've done such a good job of promoting this uh, featherweight kickboxing tournament. It sort of overshadowed the MMA a little bit. It definitely I did. I, think
0: I, I, you know, I I wasn't so entertained by the by the MMA yesterday.
1: I have a, I have a, an issue with MMA in the ring.
0: Yeah, there was but, a lot of issues. I mean, a lot of them were kind of slipping out of the ring, you know, and the the people who were there at one championship had to push them back in and then, and then the referee had to move them back into the middle of the ring. So it's a little bit awkward.
1: It's a little bit awkward. But I, thought, I think it's dangerous as well. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that they have the cage in MMA is to stop fights potentially going out.
0: Right, and also they can use the cage, you know, in, within the fight as like part of their technique. You know, some of them they back up against it, or they'll te- they'll technically maneuver their opponent in some way by using the cage. So um, it's difficult for a MMA fighter. Yeah,
1: one of one of the things I would say about one championship though the um, the Eddie Alvarez fight, he was he was in another tournament in one. Yeah, he lost against the Rush. I don't know his name. Why do I not know his name? They should be promoting that fella. They should be promoting that guy. That's an incredible achievement. And Sage, Northcutt, he fought. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Everyone was saying, he's, like, he's Cosmo. Like, we know him because of his background in Muay Thai. But, yeah, yeah. Um, he looked like he wanted to stand with Cosmo, which was an, a terrible error. Well,
0: I mean... Say, and 30, no, seconds,
1: 30 seconds later, and he learned the hard way. When they said
0: de- debut fight, did it mean debut MMA fight or debut on one championship? For who? For Sage.
1: Oh, no, he's fought in the UFC. Oh, yeah. He's a former UFC fighter. Then It was supposed to be like the what next happened? big thing. It was supposed to be like the next big thing. That really? they Really? The plan was to build him up, build him up, but then he lost a couple of fights. And then wow. I think he let his contract run out and then he got an opportunity with one. But yeah, he, he didn't look like he was trying to take down Cosmo.
0: I mean, did he have much time?
1: <laughs> to what? No. Do anything, yeah, well, really? He, you
0: know, he got knocked out by in the first well, 20, his, 30 seconds.
1: Well, his background is I think he's a karate point fighter.
0: Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, if you're. Sometimes when people are a good martial artist, it doesn't mean that you're a good fighter.
1: You'll have to explain that one.
0: Well, I mean, if you're being a fighter, you need to have like more aggression, you need to have more ring confidence. It's, it takes a lot more to be a fighter <laughs> than a good martial artist.
1: That, that's you know, the mindset, it's, it's right?
0: Yes, mindset. Yeah.
1: Sure. Shall we wrap this up?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, thank you, everyone. That was episode six. Thank you, Aaron.
1: Yeah. And we'll see you next time, right? For the semi final. We'll do another recap. We'll see you again. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye.